Welcome to the Dan Sensei English Podcast, where we're here to make English fun. So if you want to level up your English, but you're bored of your boring textbooks and your English teacher, blah, 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 then you have come to the right place. So without further ado, let's get cracking. Well, hello there, everyone. And welcome to another episode of the Dan Sensei English Podcast, where we're here to make English fun. We don't like boring English, we like fun English, and that's why we're here today. To level up some English, how are you doing today? Hopefully you're doing pretty well, wherever you're listening to this podcast from. I'm doing all right. I'm not bad. Not bad, as we say in England. This is a very British saying, not bad. It's weird because it doesn't really mean anything. Like, my friend would come up to me, and I'm having an amazing day, right? Everything's going well. I just won the lottery, married the girl of my dreams, my favorite footy team just won the Premier League. Everything's great. And my friend says to me, hey, Dan, how are you doing today? Yeah, not bad. (laughs) Not bad. What's a good day if that's not bad? I don't know. And the other side is true as well. Like... I could be having a really terrible day. Everything's going bad. You know, crashed my car, gone bankrupt, lost my house, wife's divorced me. My friend's like, Dan, how's it going today? Yeah, not bad. Not bad. It's such a British thing. But it's really useful. It's really natural. A lot of students, when I say to them, hey, how are you? They'll be like, I'm fine, thank you, and you, like a robot. Every student, same. And I don't know why. I don't know why every English student learns to say, I'm fine, thank you, and you. Native speakers don't speak like that. It's really unnatural. So next time somebody asks you, how are you? Tell them not bad. It sounds a lot better. Anyway, as I said, I'm not bad. Everything's all right today. It's a warm day here in Japan. Got the aircon on though, so everything's well. Everything's well. So today's podcast then is all about three really similar verbs. Look, watch, and see. And now in loads of languages, these verbs all translate to the same thing. But in English, the three different verbs with three different meanings. And if you choose the wrong one, it sounds really weird. And there are some nuanced differences that you need to know about. Otherwise, you're going to sound like a student and not fluent and that's not the goal we're here to try and sound fluent so if you're not 100% sure about the differences relating to look watch and see don't worry we're going to talk about it today so let's have a look at these three verbs in detail course we're talking about look watch and see they all involve our eyes but in different ways and that means it's a bit difficult let's get started with watch so watch is a word that means to move your eyes and focus on something you choose to do this this is no accident And you are doing this because you expect the thing 
to move or change or evolve in some way. That's the main way this verb is used. Like I could say, last weekend I watched a footy game on TV. So you sat on the sofa, you pointed your eyes at the TV and you focused on the game. The game moved and changed, or at least I hope it did, otherwise it would have been a pretty boring game of football. Anyway, the point here is that you use watch because you chose to focus on it and you expected it to move. Good stuff. Let's take a look at look. Look is quite similar to watch, but also quite different. Look is also something you choose to do. You point your eyes at something and you focus on it, just like with watch. The difference is that you don't expect it to move or change. I mean, it could, but you don't expect it to. Check out this example. Can I take a look at that picture? So usually pictures don't move. They don't change, they don't like evolve. So that's why we would use look rather than watch. One thing you need to remember is that if there is an object in the sentence, you look at the object. We can use look in sentences without an object like look out or look over there, in which case you don't need at, but if there is an object, at is required. Anyway, it's time to look at C. C is quite a bit different from the other two verbs in this video because it's not really something that you try to do. I mean, you don't really need to think about it, it just kinda happens, like light goes into the eyes, your brain does some kind of magic, and boom, you can see things. So the main way we use see is when we didn't expect something to happen. Think of it like notice something with your eyes. For example, I could say, I saw Leonardo DiCaprio in the supermarket yesterday. Whoa, whoa. Here I come, oh. here I come. Of course, when I went to the supermarket, I didn't really expect to meet one of the most famous actors in the world. So in that case, we'd use C because it was unexpected. Anyway, let's recap. Watch, move my eyes to focus on something because I think it will move or change. Look. Move my eyes to focus on something, but I don't think it will move or change. And see, it just naturally happens, or I didn't expect it to happen. Okay, good stuff. So that is everything you need to know to have a pretty good understanding of these three similar verbs, look, watch, and see. So hopefully, now you've got the basics down, you're not gonna be making any mistakes. You're not gonna be saying things like, last weekend I went to the cinema to look at a movie. No, bad, don't do that. We know that's not correct. We know that when we focus our eyes on something that we expect to move, we should use watch. I went to the cinema to watch a movie, right? Well, not so much. There are some exceptions that you need to know about, but a really common one that people don't get when they're learning English 
is the nuance difference between see and watch. You know that see is kind of an accidental thing, right? However, we can use see in the same way we use watch. I can see a movie and I can watch a movie, but there is a nuance difference. And if you really, really want to dial into what that is, I strongly suggest checking out the full lesson on dansenseienglish.com. It's got all the information you need. It's got some more in-depth examples. It's got some exceptions like that one that you need to know about. So once again, dansenseienglish.com. It's got everything you need. So be sure to check it out. While you're there, you can also look at the video lesson for this. Um, you can also check out other lessons that I've got. I'm uploading new lessons every week. So if you really fancy leveling up your English, it's a good place to start. Also, you might want to check me out on social media. Every day I'm uploading something. So that's, you know, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all them good things. Follow me wherever you want. Uh, there's links in the show notes to all my social media if you want to check that out. But I'm also uploading mini lessons about idioms. I'm uploading mini lessons about pronunciation and vocabulary and stuff like that. So be sure to check it out. Also, we've got the study squad on Patreon where I offer extra stuff, bonus lessons, early access to all the videos and downloadable worksheets for every lesson so you can practice even more. That's patreon.com slash dansensei. Check it out. But thanks a lot for listening to this podcast today and I'll catch you in the next one.